Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. I'm Danny Shapiro, host of the hit podcast, Family Secrets. Join me for an all new season of incredible stories that show what happens when long held secrets come to light and how even the most painful discoveries have the power to liberate, heal, and even uplift us. Listen and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hi, oh man, welcome to the podcast, the podcast, which is also a Twitch stream as well. If you don't know, this is actually being offered in so many mediums. Um, we're actually, I think we may be in, under investigation by the FCC at some point because we're so we've diversified to this point to two different ones. Um, and I might be a monopoly, I don't know, I don't know how they work, but. Welcome to this show. Uh, it's called 420 Day Fiance. And that is a podcast where we talk about our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, on Tuesdays. But on the other day, we fuck with Married at First Sight currently. Mm-hmm. And right mm-hmm. now we're on what, Miles? Season what? Season 12? Episode? 13. And it is called Unanswered Questions. Fuck yes, nailed it. Okay. Boom. Shawshank Redemption. You know what I mean? What did you think of this week's episode? I thought um these they just everyone sucks. I hate everyone. I don't like everybody. They're dumb. Bye. I did not think the thrill's gone. That Chris could get shittier. Oh my. And then this episode happened. Oh. Okay, I don't usually like I might like Okay, no, that's not true. I was going to say I usually don't talk to the TV, but I do. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is I talk to the TV more often than I normally do. When he said the first fucked up statement that he said, I stood up and I said, "Nope. Nope. Nope." Yeah. Yeah. And then I continued to talk, and I and then I was mad at Pastor Cal. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You're not fucking. This is not enough heat, bro." No. So no. whatever. Anyway, I'm just saying, it's crazy when you already think that someone is the worst person that you've ever seen, and then they still somehow get shittier. It's, mm-hmm. but but by so much. I yeah. just, I don't know. Like, how do you not fight him? I know you're a pastor, but like, how do you not fight him? God would forgive you. Jesus would be like, you know what? This is the one case if, where like, right. it's not a turn the other cheek situation. Like this is you, you take his cheeks and you fucking rip him off his body. Wow. Ugh. Wow. I mean, he's definitely the, yeah, he's one of the biggest pieces of shit. Um, when he... <laughs> Like you said, he starts doubling down and he gets fucking shittier. 
uh, and shittier. I do feel, yes, if God, Jesus, Jehovah exists, then in a moment like that, it, he would be like, um, yeah, so like, I feel like that's not really like my problem because she's like nasty, like in the face. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many like black and white uh, queens and like Asian queens and like um Latin and like ex queens, Latin um, queens and, um, and, and and like um beauty uh, queens and um all that stuff and um and like honestly, we haven't even explored space yet, and yeah. there could be interplanetary queens. And honestly, like I that I'm not even gonna meet if. This is who I commit to. Like honestly, like I might like, hit. We just landed on Mars. Honestly, I would hit like strange, like alien ass. You know what I mean? Like probably even before Paige. So like, um, that's what I. And at that moment, you would like if God Jehovah can come down and just be like, please, someone act as my agent on Earth and smack this man, and then you, it's just all good, you know, and like you're. You're powered by Christ to just be like, "Whatcha, idiot?" Fuck are you talking okay, about? we have to wait to even get to this, right? Because that's what we ending. That's what we're ending the episode yeah. on. But that's but, what I um, believe. That's what I believe God to be for me personally is someone who can pause a reality show and then I can hop into the TV screen. What the fuck you talk, what the fuck, idiot? All right, and then I hop out and then I press play and then it's like, whoa. What the um, like, did you just hit me, Pastor Cal? Um, the fuck? And that's what I would do. That's what God is to me. I know that lay hands means something else in, like, the God sense. Mm-hmm. But let me lay hands and mm-hmm. fucking... Yeah, we understand. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Okay. Let's start with whatever, Virginia and Eric, who's just quietly unhappy. Um, they're, thoughts? They're the... Her mom or was her sister comes by Jen and she's I like it. She's like, I've barely spoken to her. It's so weird. It's probably like just how the show is, too. But she also like said it in a suspicious way. Like she's. She's like, what's going on? You know, she clearly wants to know what the fuck is going on with her sister. Um, And when they take off, I like how she's like, "Uh, can I trust him with my kids right now as he takes the dog out? She's like. Um. And takes the longest pause, which is just so fucking weird to me. Well, I mean, what it was is she wanted to say, yeah, you can trust him as long as you're prepared for him to get back and be like, okay, look at now that these kids are half mine. Mm-hmm. Um, here are some changes you need to make to their behavior. And honestly, I mean, you've seen my kids. I mean, they behave amazing. Sure, right. they're sperms. I've not put in another lady. But look. They do exactly what I want. They sit when I say. Mm-hmm. They stay when I say. They are my my sperm kids. Okay. Mm. <laughs> that I was his whole kid. fucking vibe. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I like how she really recoiled when uh, Virginia's like, yeah, and you know, like politically, sort of like socially, he's exactly like dad. And she's like, oh, fuck. Like the way Jen pulled back, I was like, yeah exactly so what and then she's like you gotta make sure you know what the fuck you're doing you know how she says that like right after that she's like so you know that's what you're signing up for is that life are you about that life because you you're kind of gonna have to be on some level even if it's performative at, at a minimum <sighs> uh, 
All right. You ever been about that life for just to kind of like be in a relationship, pursue someone? Being what kind of life? Not being a racist, you know, like, but been like, oh, yeah, that, I like that thing you like. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. I pretended to like Tool. Oh. Instead of being like, all the songs sound the same. But have you heard Lateralis? <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. This Wait. This was my whole relationship. Hold on. Did for you? You were like into math, right? No. No, ever? No. Science? Worst subjects for me. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Well, oh, okay. Well, anyway, there's a thing called sacred geometry. Allow me to explain this to you. So, fucking... like, it's a form of numerology. Are you familiar with numerology, like, in general? I'm going to choke you. You know, like math actually is the most universal language. Like if you were thinking in the most abstract terms, right? So in that sense, I think we have to, if we can say that's universal, then that can represent truth on some level or at least measurable truth, right? Right? Okay, I'm gonna, so. I'm going to murder you. Um, Look, people are like, oh, tool is good though. Look, no one's saying tool's not fine. We're saying that all of the songs sound the same and that I personally pretended to like Tool more than I did I'm not saying that's your life you like Tool the perfect amount I'm sure I lied about the amount of Tool I wanted in my life and that's on me honestly please don't and I think this is like a good message to everyone which is please don't lie about the amount of Tool that you want to have in your life (laughs) as a general let's all agree that lying about the amount of tool we want in our lives is destructive and it's not helpful if you don't like it then say it but let's not lie about how much tool we want to allow into our lives honestly i was digmatized i would have said i like fucking any band i would have been like yeah fucking sound up on the eagles Sound like, up on the Eagles. Like, I don't know. Is that how boomers talk? I love Don Henley, man. Oh, hell yeah. Look, boys mm. and Summer fucking rules. I mean, yeah, they're all. The Eagles are sick, dude. I don't know what anybody wants to say. You know what I mean? They're the sickest band around. Um, okay. Yeah, so. Cal um, and Virginia talk, and oh, both couples wear their apology glasses, which you love to see. <laughs> you love? I love your apology glasses, Yo, theory. Throw on the apology. <laughs> yes, dude. So it's funny. so, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just good at reading people like that. Like, I can just, when people, certain things that just become so, are so transparent to me, and that is so clear for them is like this armor that they adopt to, sort of present themselves a little more seriously. Um, like, they're not, you know what I mean? Like, Wait, I'm so sorry. I have to go. I just don't. I'm... <laughs> like, wait. Um... wait, I don't want to interrupt your bit. Hold on, I have to give munch to you. <laughs> Walker. So I don't want to interrupt you. You fucking me. burned me. <laughs> oh, my God. God, I don't want to interrupt you. People on the people on the podcast, you wouldn't even know, but I had I pulled out my own my very own apology glasses, and this fool just bolted off stage, which is like a rule in improv. You don't bolt. Oh my god, that was just a violation. 
Okay. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I fuck with Tool, though. I really like Lateralis. Uh, but she doesn't like Tool. Someone, someone who likes Tool hurt her, and that's clear. And that's not our fault. You know what I mean? And it's up to everyone. But don't. no one has to lie about anything. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, okay. Do the bit. I don't want to anymore, actually. <laughs> Is your dog okay? He's great. He's on a walk with a million other dogs. So happy for him. Yes. Does he have a Twitch stream that have 300 people? 300, I'm sorry, 300,000 people watching right now on a Friday? He actually does, and he tells me about it all. He does? It's pretty fucked up, yeah. Well, I'm. that's what we're doing right now. And I, I went out and I bought these glasses just for this bit. <laughs> Did you fucking really? They hurt my eyes when I put them on, so I can't just... Put them on willy nilly. They'll hurt my eyes. Oh, I'm fucking ready for this. I'm just, um, I'm just hurt. You know, when you say that I'm controlling, um, I'm just, I just care about you, um, as a wife. Um, if, if, and if I'm your husband, you know, like I gotta, I gotta take care of you, you know. <laughs> um, I just feel like no, these uh, are actually like my glasses. Your caring come is coming across a little bit controlling, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I like I just want to like be able to like drink like all the time with my friends and like sleep on their couches and like I just like also like want you to tell me like beforehand you want to hang out like because like I can't just be like canceling plans like last minute mm -hmm. like that's not fair to me. Mm -hmm. Why? I tell you, so. I tell you, I tell you, I get it, I get it. So, uh, she's talking to Cal. He's like, "What are some of your unanswered questions? Uh, you know that you want answers to." She and basically think about kids. She has fear of pregnancy because she's really is afraid of being a bad mom because her parents fucked her up big time. It seems like, and she's just really scared of repeating their mistakes, which is. Everybody on earth at some point they realize the parents fucked them up. And if you know that, you're you're halfway there, which is what Cal is saying. He's like, the fact that you're even aware means you're different. And also, like, we have this terrible, I think, uh, ability as like humans to be like, oh, we're our parents. We are our parents. Because you grow up being like, oh, you, you're just like your mom. You look just like your dad. You're blah, blah, blah. And like, so in some way you begin to think like you are, you're just basically going to grow up into that other person in some way. And then you get all this shit going on, you know, it takes a lot, baby, free yourself. You're your own person. But yeah. But also I think like you realize the tendencies in yourself that are like your parents, the older you get. Right. And then you're like, oh, fuck. And sure. you either like lean into it or you're like, nah, like depending on how good the quality is. But like, how how how? What's the quality of this particular <laughs> set of neuroses that I've uh, exactly absorbed? exactly exactly? I'm like, oh, mm. do I pledge my life to work like my mom, right. or do I try to like find a nice balance between what I do and like my life and yeah, what 
you do grow up in the values that your parents have. Like, luckily for me, it's never been like something conservative or whatever. Nothing like that serious. But other ways that, is, you know, for sure yeah. are damaging. But that's literally any parents raising any kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you because... grow up with some fucked up shit. No one's fucking 100% perfect ever. And yeah, because like, you know, growing up, like my dad, you know, he doesn't wash his legs. So I don't wash my legs. <laughs> and i think yeah it's true it's we learn a lot of the stuff and we don't realize it and you, yeah you don't realize how dry your shins get sometimes too <laughs> real bad real bad look like scabs and shit <laughs> it's not it's not i don't know i don't know you think something's wrong with them should i show you no nah, never mind anyway um uh what else <laughs> Um. What else? What about Doctor Pepper and Eric? He all who all again. He also had his apology glasses on. Doctor Pepper's advice was like, "You should tell her she's a drunk." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I was okay. Like, I don't know that you're doing the right thing here, Doctor Pepper. Oh yeah, what's your I name? Think maybe she did tell him to stop fucking bossing that dog around. She right. was like, "Why do you?" think you need to be her dog's dad and he's like well well i i i i have to own her and everything she owns is that not marriage and she's like what i'm gonna cool. tell you to step off the dog yeah she's like <laughs> what would happen if that was a human would you essentially just negate the other parent to say this child is now yours 100 percent?" and he's like oh uh, wow Okay, yeah, I, I didn't think about that. Okay, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that. Okay, sounds good. I don't know. We'll see if he... Whatever. He's. How much did it make you just... laugh, though? What? When she was like, um, so could you give me the reason you think you should be that dog's dad? <laughs> made me laugh so hard. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. No, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I really don't know. That's that made me laugh. I mean, yeah, good for him. Good for him. God bless him. We'll see what <clears throat> we'll see what comes of him. Um, and then he just sort of, I don't know. Then he sort of starts talking about. It. He's like, you know, also like I wanted an independent person, but like she's kind of too independent. You know, sort of like the weekends, like early albums, like just very independent. You know what I mean? Like a little too independent. Like I get it. Like it's wow, you're indie. We get it. You're not gonna sign a deal, even though you should. You're so independent. Uh, she's like, how about you phrase it like as it is? Like if you're all you're saying is you just want one weekend a month, like why don't you say that shit? And I'm like, this isn't what this is about. It's not that nope. he wants to at all, but this is how he has to. You know what he says is he's just like, um. It's just more that I can't control the pussy like I want to. So um, if I don't, if I don't have that basically on lock, um, it's a fucking problem. It's not that I even give a fuck or want to spend time with her. It's that I have to know that when I say execute, she pulls the trigger and will explode her friends um, at a moment's notice because that's what I want. And so that's what I'm. That's what I'm interested in, if that makes sense. It sounds better, right, when I have these on? 
<laughs> yeah, huh? it's totally changing it. <laughs> I mean, I just want to spend time with her and know that I'm a priority also, in a way. You see what that means? Do you get that, Dr. Pepper diet? Dr. <laughs> I really just love that for him, who's been married, he's never, ever considered not being controlling <laughs> until Dr. Pepper <laughs> asked him about whether he can, tr- why he needed to control that dog. <laughs> And then he couldn't answer. And then I'm like, this is so sad because like all those failed marriages, it's like just bitches trying to understand like what the fuck his problem was. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. just being like, what? Why is he like this? Yeah. And then he never really got it ever. Like them being like, you're being too controlling. And he never got it until someone asked him why he needed to control a dog. It's just It just fucked him up. And it it just just melted his brain. He was like, (laughs) "Um, wait, why do I need to control the the dog? (laughs) He, (laughs) all right, asshole. Take care, sir. Um, Please ride on, but thank you for the apology glasses. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and then she's just sort of like, yeah, maybe she drinks a little too much. Huh? Maybe that? I'm like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. All right. Um, let's see, Eric. Da, 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 da. So after they both see the hosts or whatever, therapists, counselors, they meet back up at the crib and they're both like, yeah, like, how was it? Like, what'd you guys talk about? Like, what were you guys saying? And he was like, oh, the thing I learned was that drinking becomes um, a problem, like when we're fighting. So, you know, um, she's like, well, they would have happened either way, like even if we weren't drinking. So um, I don't know, like what the fuck you're talking about. And he tries to say, like, maybe we should try and like navigate problems sober. And then it's just like a mess because they're. They're just like, there's no trust with each other and. I, I don't know like he doesn't really have like a leg to stand on based on like how he how controlling he is but yeah like he's trying to be considerate but there's just like no like the the right things aren't there for these kinds of interactions like even though on paper they look okay for them to like be meaningful <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I'm a little bit too high for us to Too much? I'm good. I'm dialed in. I'm dialed in. <laughs> yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um, shit, what do you want to talk about? Like, weed? <laughs> no, I just... Oh, I think everything you said you're right about. <laughs> See, you never fucking listen to me. You never listen to me. You just high and you look off at your Twitch streams or whatever you're doing and you forget about me. You didn't mean anything I said. You just say you agree with what I say then. <laughs> it's a really astute analysis and I don't think I could do it justice. Oh my God. I why you defeated it. <laughs> okay, great. I trust you. Thank you. 
No, it's true. And I I just didn't have anything to add. So I was like, you were waiting for me to say something. And I was like, I have nothing to offer. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> like everything, I gave it everything I had. Like the most upsetting thing was just him just saying the way he treated her saying like, well, I'm afraid like if I don't have kids, you're going to leave me because you've already said that kind of shit to yeah. me. He said, I'm gone. And then he said that awful shit that I did the impression of. And then that, to me, like, was the worst part. And that's all I got. What a shit bag, huh? They're, I mean, whatever. They're not going to work. I mean, she better, well, whatever. Do whatever you want. It's your life. You know, I guess everybody, we can't, everybody, that's the other thing. Everybody has to walk their own path. At the end of the day, we can't walk everyone's it's path true. for them. Everyone has to walk their own path as much as we'd like to. It's that feeling that we can help someone walk a different one that creates the stress. That's the miles that I know. And that the Joby I know. Sometime they're going to walk with Joby. And if they walk with Joby, then you let them walk. Because you don't want to go down there to swamp with them. It's down to Buskio with Joby. You don't want to go down in there. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, um, and we'll be right back. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, Yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. America's so fucking tight. America, America, America. And we're back. Um, And wow. And I say this every time I say, and wow. But I have to because, wow, everyone. The Twitch stream is the most raw place on earth. Okay, you, I can't even, I don't even know how to pitch it any other way. You're going to see some shit and experience some shit you've never experienced on the Twitch stream. Um, if you are currently in a state uh, where you feel that there is still a capacity within your life for improvement, for more abundance, for more happiness, for more joy, the only tip I can offer you is to tune it's in shit. To www.twitch.tv slash 420 Day Fiance on a Tuesday or Friday at 4.20 p.m. Those that are here, the 107,000, 8,000 strong on the Twitch stream are now saved. It, not in the biblical Judeo-Christian sense, but in a way that feels that they are restored and now preserved to move forward in a new state of abundance and freedom. Or some shit like that. Not just that, but you will pop your pussy on the stream. You will mm-hmm. get a pep talk. Mm-hmm. 
you will pour one out for DMX. Mm-hmm. You literally will run the gamut. Yeah. And it is the number one Twitch stream right now. Okay. Um, Back to the you show. ready? For Brianna and Vincent sitting in a tree being P-I-E-R-F-E. Who cares? Yeah. They're budgeting. She wants... She she wants to spend her money. She makes money. She wants to spend her money. He wants to save his money. It's that it's that simple. So fucking boring. Yeah. Okay. Just literally be like, oh, let's go out to dinner two times less a month than I thought. Yeah. And whatever. And just like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You figured it out. It's really... It's okay. You just cool. don't know each other. It's very. I guess I'll buy one last pair of shoes a month. Okay, great. Wow. The thing is, that's so unfair, though. It's like, yeah, it costs you forty dollars to cut your hair, but it costs her two fifty to get her hair braided, mm-hmm. and it's like, that's just fucking what it is. To yeah. like, that's except the patriarchy, that. man. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. It's not on. Ugh just made me also, so mad. She's not asking you to pay for that. She's just telling you that's an expenditure she's like, this is she, what I do. That's a non-negotiable for her. Yeah. That's all she was trying to say. I get Oshkosh, it. Oshkosh, no negotiable. When she said, "Look, I work for my fucking money, so I going to live how I want to because that's how I justify my labor of what I do is to then go around and be able to experience the fruits of it." That's the only way it makes sense for this wicked relationship that we have. So that's what I do. And he's like, oh, you know, because I think he's looking at it from the perspective of because he's taking a risk by starting like a business or whatever, that he's in a different mindset than her, who's like established, has her own shit. And he's like, yeah, OK, well, that's you. <laughs> but um, this is how sort of what it looks like. So. Also, men always are so quick, like, I want to have a baby, like, within, like, a year or two, like, I want a honeymoon baby, like, I just want to put a baby in them guts, and I'm always like, yeah, easy for you to say, because you splooge and fucking move the fuck on, Mm -hmm. and then she's stuck carrying the baby and dealing with all the physical recovery from it, dealing with breastfeeding, bitch, you do nothing. Yeah. So don't be so quick to be like, but my timeline's important. Also, your sperm is good for till you're like fucking 60. Shut the fuck up. Let the woman determine the timeline. She's the one that actually has a timeline. But I like I need these little bodies to appear pretty quickly for photos. You You know know what? Paste your fucking face. On some stamps that have that angel baby on them. You know what I'm saying? Paste your face. Move on. Wait, what's that? That's your baby. That's your baby. (laughs) Move the fuck on. Oh, my God. Um, So then they go settle down and talk to each of the uh, experts, Vincent and Cal. And she got him Chelsea boots. Um, So that's cool. And when he's like, what's a bad thing that's going on? I was like, she won't let me sleep in. I'm like, okay, can we go on? Can we end the show? Can we shut up? And he's like, oh, you just want to please her. He's like, yeah, I just want to please her. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) What the fuck? 
oh, we get it. You're overextending yourself, but please, this is it. I, you got to turn up the trash just slightly, but whatever. I love it. You love to see it. No, I, I love them. I love that they have love, but for my enjoyment and not enjoyment, not entertainment for me. Exactly. I mean, also, look, she is gorgeous. Vinny's fine. You know, if I had to choose a man from this season, I guess I would choose Vinny. But luckily, I do not have to. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, I am happy for them for it to work out. But I also feel like if I have to watch them on Happily Ever After, Mm -hmm. I will slit my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Because that is so boring. They're t- no, nah, they two people arguing over some basic ass. Wait, shit, wait, like, they're not. This oh, is a different show. Hey, fo- different show, different show, different show. But I'm saying married at like oh, they other- have their own. Yeah, ones. but you don't. Do you watch that one? No, okay, I'm not. Okay. I value myself. I was gonna say then. Don't worry that don't. They can't hurt you there. Then they can't hurt <laughs> you there. I don't want to perpetuate shows given to normal happy people. <laughs> We need to norm. I am toxic, and I need the toxicity to spread. Well, you got to know on some level. What's that? Oh yes, I've been canceled. I don't know. I mean, like, what's the value of being able to be like, "Yo, that shit is trash." No, you don't want to be like that because you know it always. I guess it all depends on how you look at it. Like, either you're able to see it for what it is, and other people are going to be like, "Oh, that shit's tight." You want to be like Chris Ma. Look, if you have six-year-olds watching this, what are you doing? Mm. Would you ever show a six-year-old this show? I don't think so at all. What do you think now? Like, what is an appropriate age to show, let a child get into trash reality TV? High school? Is it like, is it like heroin? You know what I mean? Like, oh, you got you can't put you can't pick that up right now. This might fuck I mean, you up. I don't know. This I'm disrespectful. This is, this is that real dis- shit. <laughs> I think it's the gateway drug to being disrespectful. <laughs> and I and I'm very disrespectful. <laughs> so I think probably I wouldn't want my children <laughs> to learn that and then use it against me. Um okay. but yeah, I guess I, I just I just don't think um, the reality TV mentality is something I, I, anything like a young person brain can understand. Right, right, exactly. Like you, you got to be able to like responsibly hit raw to understand <laughs> reality TV. Um, sure. You know what I mean. <laughs> that's what i think what what is the age i guess that i don't know i think like you gotta know what the i mean i know dudes who are 40 and don't know how to do that yeah okay um so but i guess that's probably true they shouldn't be allowed to watch reality tv if you maybe i mean like god what is the right maybe 18 no 60 i mean whatever if you're like emotionally intelligent enough you know like if you have basic basic empathy Okay, here's what I think. I know the scale just went like this, but like. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, the truth is that 
the reality TV that we watch mm-hmm. is a reflection of the time that it's made in, right? Very specifically. Like you can think about like the first season of the real world and what stuff was like then and HIV stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Like it is a time capsule, right? And when I think about like the simple life with Paris and Nicole uh-huh. and how I used to hate them so much mm-hmm. when that show was on. And I was like, this is the worst of what America is, you know? And right. I, like they're worshiping these like dumb blonde fucking sluts. That was the 90s. Like that's what you fucking thought 2000s. because you were surround to same shit. Uh, like early 2000s is still the 90s, you know, just like, you know what I'm saying. Um, But yeah, and it's kind of wild to think about it because now when you think about the simple life, it's like so immoral that someone would put these women on the spot like that. Right. And just like thrust them into that and expect them to be okay, Mm -hmm. being the objects of hate that they were literally set up to be. And that we didn't blame that those people, we just blame those girls. Mm. And I think about it now, and I'm like, yeah, I was a, like a teenager or whatever watching that, right? So of course I didn't know any better. But like, if we let teenagers watch shit of their time, are they gonna take in those like fucked up messages, like that we were taking in? I think and it's it, inevitable. I mean, like, become poisoned. It, well, th- at the end I of the day, know. it's a f- you're you're created out of like a full court press of like the media you consume, the environment you're in socioeconomically, emotionally, whatever. And like, ultimately like, it's not going to be like watching 90, like, Oh man, if my kid didn't watch 90 day fiance, like they'd be a fuck, they'd be a fucking rocket scientist by now. kind of No, thing. no, it's not that it's that it seeps in. It's obviously part of the entire culture. Yeah. But I wonder like how much of that, like, I was really lucky that I never, like, we, I never had magazines around when I was, like, growing up because we were so poor. My mom would, like, never buy a magazine. Mm-hmm. So I avoided a lot of, like, the modeling stuff that, like, a lot of the people that I knew were obsessed with. And I avoided a lot of the weight stuff because I just didn't, I wasn't surrounded by it. Mm. I also didn't have cable. When you only have like three channels, like your ability to get influenced by pop culture is also right. limited. So I guess what I'm saying is the more limited you're like in a certain way, it's sheltered. Mm-hmm. But in another way, you don't absorb all this like fucked up stuff. Right. So I never worried about my weight until like way fucking later, until after I had cancer, like in my 30s. Mm. Most women are not that lucky. Right. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, in that weird way, like being in a media desert, uh, yeah, again, it's a full mm-hmm. it's a full court press. It's a full court press. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so welcome to Media Critiques with Miles and Sophia, where we take down uh, today's shows and- You totally gave me the high face that I was giving you when you, <laughs> when you got serious. You were like- Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> honestly i appreciate yeah. you for hanging in there and not letting me know that you were too high like me by giggling a lot <laughs> no i i knew everything fool what do you want what else do you want to talk about fool tell me now <laughs> tell me and i'll tell you right back whatever you want to say <laughs> i'm done <laughs> uh what else <laughs> oh the uh 
back to the this show though. Brianna and Dr. Pepper. She's like, yeah, he's great. He makes you feel good. She's like, why is he so concerned with financial stability? <laughs> Which is kind of my, I love that line. Why is he so concerned with that? Because like, he's alive in America? <laughs> I don't. Full what throttle, do baby. Mean? Full throttle, baby. <laughs> That's it. Um, And I get it. Yeah, he's like, he's like in Futureville. And I'm like, I'm the fucking president of right now, right nowsville. So, yeah, she's also concerned. The other thing she brings up is like having kids because she has high blood pressure and she doesn't. She's also really concerned about any complications that may arise from that. So she has like this sort of mortal fear of becoming pregnant that she hasn't quite shared with him. And she's like, well, you should share that with him. Like he's, you know, he's your guy, you know, he's your guy. So he should know because he's your guy. Mirren voice. Hmm? So who are your guys? Huh? I said Mark Marin voice. So who are your guys? So who are you guys? You gotta tell your guy. He's gotta know your fears, your guy. Okay, guy? Hey guy. Guy, do you know her fears, guy? No? He he doesn't know your fears. Sorry, guy. You shouldn't be here. I paused um the show at this point to write down a joke idea. I was like, you know the laziest fucking name for a person is is guy. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, is there a lady version? And there is. It's lady. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I had a, a homegirl from high school. She was in the marching band. Lady Kima was her name. But we called her lady. But yeah. Yep. I remember when you're a teenager, you're like, what, lady? You know what I mean? And you're like, you're so you only used to hearing like a certain kind of name growing up. Wow. World expanded. Anyway, you know, when what? I first moved here like everyone i i went to school with was like a jennifer a jessica or a cassandra Mm -hmm. and i was like what is america (laughs) this is so crazy everyone was like okay i'm jessica m Mm -hmm. okay i'm jessica r wow i was with the jessica i was with two jessicas and what's the verdict that's a jessica bone bonus Hey, you know, uh, you, you know what Jessica. they say is uh, Jessica is going to be the Karen of our generation, though. Like that name is going to be the next wave of like a huge wave of people, you know, becoming a certain age with that name. Being like, OK, Jessica. Yeah. What you're saying. Yeah. Just something about how like measuring just like the patterns in naming, like where Karen is based on like where they are sort of concentrated generationally. And then like Jessica is like the next huge clump for mm. For us, you know what I mean. Can't wait. Jessica's made fun of me. Oh, can't wait for your shout out, Jessica's though. You know what I mean, bitches. Love it. Uh, um, I don't. Okay, Claire and Ryan. What do you think about them? Are they cool? Ooh, boy, are you cool with never having sex with your husband ever? Nope. No, I am not. <laughs> Let me get this straight. You're. You want to have sex at some point in your life. Yes. Okay. I would love for him to be that pussy up. So right I now. would not recommend being married to him because he is that's not what he's gonna do. Huh? He's I'm 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 just making sure that's not gonna happen. So you're okay with that. What now? Okay, never mind. Um he's I don't know, man. 
when he's talking to Dr. Pepper, he's like, oh man, like a high point, great energy, connected, uh, challenge. Honestly, I I can't think of anything um, right now. Please never say that you're connected to someone so much. If you're in a romantic relationship with them, you will not fuck. <laughs> That's not okay. That's Dude, not okay. It's like he might as well be talking about a horse that he's like that he's jockeying. High, you know, great energy, feel connected. <laughs> um, yeah. Her her gallop is amazing. The gate is winning. Fantastic. Fantastic. Fine animal. Fine animal. um but yeah oh boy then he's like what about your spirituality uh you know he's the child of ministers and she's you know addicted to barstool sports so they're kind of (laughs) like i don't know if they're quite seeing eye to eye philosophically (laughs) he's like uh and just (laughs) i like how she's also like did i hear uh correctly Come on, Dr. Pepper. Um, you fucking know did I did. hear correctly that you are waiting on intercourse? Uh, correct. Um, how does that make her feel? I don't know. Should I care? <laughs> I literally never considered her feelings, so yeah. Hmm. Um, Huh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that. But um good game. What? Good game? No, n- nothing. Okay. Oh god, he's such a piece of shit. Um you cannot torture your wife like that. It's really weird to not explain what your deal is and for her to not be um able to ask you what the deal is because quote unquote Every time I ask him, I know it gets further away. Right. What? She. That's crazy. That's weird. That's controlling. Who does that to somebody that they're like married to? This isn't just like a lady. For real. I don't. (laughs) I don't understand. Why? Why won't you just tell her what your situation is? It's just confusing. And then we find out. This is the episode where we find out. That he literally has dated people for years without ever fucking them. Wait. Um. Oh my god! Wow! Oh my god! How? Who would stay? Truly, help me. Who would stay? Months. I remember said months and years. Oh my god! Everyone has to. Whatever. He wants a you, family. You can do whatever you want to do, but. No, he wants a family and he wants a marriage. It's cruel to enter into a relationship with somebody yes, in this that situation. is permanent I- and not allow them the knowledge. Of the fact that you're really strange about actually... You're actually married. ...having sex with them. Actually, um, you're married, so you should <laughs> be able to have sex now. I mean, they actually and did should. He t- 
And why didn't he tell the experts that? Like, they should have hooked him up with someone that is, like, maybe a virgin. But he's not a virgin? We don't know. People keep saying that maybe he is, but we have no idea. How would we know? Oh, so he, like, just gets, like, H and Bs, Js, and that's how Yeah, I'm guessing mostly Bs, so. Yeah, and that's how he feels like he's connected with Christ still. He's like, oh, Christ would want me to just nut all the time and not ever make my wife happy. Honestly, you have to think about it like this. If Christ is omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient, all-knowing, and everything. I'm going to hit you in the face. Then he is watching you come when, whenever and whatever you and Clara do. Like, Jesus is watching you you feel me so by that logic it shouldn't matter how you're coming because jesus is like oh that dude's coming and i'm watching because i'm jesus and i'm here and i see everything i'm always here and i saw that ryan i saw you and to me i'm gonna be real it doesn't really matter because i see it all (laughs) i've already seen everything at this point what does it matter however you're getting down you feel me so Release yourself. That's what I would say. And then, all right, Jesus, out. Karen Kilgariff has this really great song about Jesus, and it's like he's standing behind you. It's really fun. Yeah, it's the, that's that guilt they put into you. Oh, God, just come. Come in front of whoever you, like, no, no, don't say come in front of her after. But not, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, don't worry about God, okay? Just, you're not even living with your parents. You can just come with the sound on. You don't even have to come in silence, so. Come with the sound on. Dude, coming with the sound on. Don't come on. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Um. All right. Anything else? Nope. Okay. Um, Paige and Chris? Um, no, Haley and Jake, and then we finish with okay. Paige and Chris. Haley. Because I'm going to have to release the Kraken. Okay. Haley and Jacob. What would you... Um, I mean... I just have a quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, what have you been doing for the last 10 years? What you mean? Oh, me. You heard me. Um, like, what have you been up to for the last ten years? I don't. I don't know. Um, just being around, hanging around, working on my house for a decade. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, that could take a couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked about mm-hmm. ten years. One zero ten years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, could you like elaborate a little bit? Like, what did you do for the last okay ten? Okay, years? I'm starting to understand your question. You're, mm-hmm. if, let me get this correct. So, you, the way you're asking me is from your perspective, looking at my life. What have I been doing for 10 years? Yep, yep. Okay, so then that would mean for me to answer that 
I would have to be real about um about the fact that um my a lot of my friends have had kids and started families and I don't have much of a social life and I've sort of just withered away into a husk of a man who just eats steaks that are unseasoned and lifts weights and watches Karate Kid VHS because it looks more OG as I say in my text threads. Oh my God, thank you so much for being honest. This really, really helps me understand you. Thank you. And like, I understand now. Oh, good. Um, like, why you aren't shit. You thank know what I you. mean? Like, this really comes together for me. Thank you. And um, I now understand yes. why your house uh-huh. is so, so, so sad. Yes. And it just looks like. There was an accident at the neon sign factory. And then you like put that in your like truck bed and you drove it over to your parents like wood paneled house. Yes. And then you just like put that stuff everywhere. Yeah. So like now I get it. Yeah. This is like a really like good insight for me. I. And. Yes. I basically. Honestly. though, I'll be honest. You grew out your hair and you got a beard. Mm-hmm. Now you're a little bit of a zaddy. Oh, so thank you. I am not going to get a divorce. Oh, for now, right? But I, yeah, I know. For now. I know it looks like I gave up on turning my house into an arcade. But I I just want you to know that I'm I'm going to be committed and really boring still. So please, I, I just hope you, you don't wither away from boredom from being with me can't promise anything okay well i wore jeans and a coat isn't that cool it's pretty cool like a predatory wall street guy from 2007 he smell like aqua de so it's fine is that gucci fuck yeah you ever seen a black card? Uh-oh, please. Uh, everyone, stay away from if someone has a, if someone's wearing jeans and asks if you've seen a black card, you have to run for your life. If someone's wearing a suit and has a black card, then you say, what the, f-? yeah, okay, what's up? Like, what do you got? Can I, do you have tickets to Laker game or something? Can I get some? All right, well, that didn't go the way I planned it. So let's move on. <laughs> uh, no, final thought mm-hmm. is that I didn't like how, was it Dr. Pepper? Who was it that said to Haley, you haven't made any accommodations mm-hmm. for Jake? Right. And then they showed like a very biased looking trailer to me. Mm-hmm. And a large part of the trailer was her getting him like clothes that he's trying on. And I'm like, she was helping him. Right. He wore a hoodie with the sleeves cut off, a tank top hoodie. Right. A tootie. So <laughs> please, please let her save him. Yeah. 
don't let that man live his life in a 2D, even if they don't work out. Just, it's not right. Yeah. Um, it isn't. And I, I, I was not okay with, with the fact that that trailer was used against her. I'm like, she was nice. And she got him very different kinds of shirts to be like, oh, are you a baseball shirt guy or a button down guy or whatever? Right. She tried, which is more than he fucking ever did. All he ever said was sarcastic shit and didn't share. And then when she was like, oh, I went to Thailand. He was like, let's do a deep clean. (laughs) Fuck you, dude. (laughs) Like, she's not easy, but you are terrible. You are terrible. I mean, their whole thing is they don't. They both have these weird walls up and they're insecure and they don't match and he's boring and she doesn't. Yeah, she's not into him. So it's nothing's going to work about this. Like, of course, he's going to try. I don't like that. She's like not willing to give up. Just give up. I mean, yeah, she doesn't. I don't think you really care, Haley, because I know at a certain point, like they get together and like, well, what'd you talk about? What'd I talk about? And she's like, well, Dr. Pepper asked what I, how I felt about people's expectations. And I burst into tears because I'm a perfectionist who doesn't allow people to see me struggle. So um, that's a very lonely place to be a lot of the times when I'm going through something. So that's her vibes. And then he's just kind of like, uh, I don't, I, I want to try it because I'm also just really sad. As we said earlier, he's like, I've been looking for a wife since I was 33. Like, this, like he's fucking, you know, flying a ship through this like desert planet. And he's like, ah, I found you. Like it, he, he has like this desert thirst quality about it. That's unbecoming. Uh, and he doesn't know how work. to be people, and I think he needs to learn how to be people before he's like released into the wild. And she is just kind of like picky and boring, but there is definitely a guy out there for her. Yeah, and she also not that he can't meet someone. I just feel like he is. This is she's not no. They're like he's honestly, not, he doesn't give. They need a lot. to be able to. I honestly believe it sounds like he needs someone that can nerd out with him. No, the real question is, can this, will he be intimidated by a woman who knows more than he does about this nerd shit? Would that fuck him up? Or would that give him a boner? Yeah, I don't know. Be interesting. But anyway, they're not, they're just not compatible. And this is Here's the, the thing. Like, although his nerd qualities, like, are personally a turn off to me in the particular way he doesn't. Like, I'm a nerd, too. Mm-hmm. I like nerd shit. I just mean the way he is just is personally a turn off to me. But I wonder if, like, he would still, even if he met a woman that's, like, into 80s shit, that's also, like, quirky. I'm using quirky very generously here. As quirky as him in terms of, like, oh, it's funny if I wear a bathing suit that's, I guess, retro. I don't know. Quirky I don't Romano. get him. I'm just saying maybe there is a woman out there, but I wonder if he would even know it if that happened. Right. Or if he'd give so little. Because it's not just about like meeting someone who likes shit that you like. Sure. You know? And I just don't know if he would give anything past the personality he's crafted out of 80s shit. Yeah. Uh... 
whatever, bon voyage to them. It doesn't look like it's going to work out. She was single for like however long she was. They're all they're all just coming from the desert. Like it's not going to work. They're going to fight over water because you got two desert thirst <laughs> people who are like <laughs> they don't know how to fucking share. So when this motherfucker shows up and he's like, <laughs> she's like, oh fuck. She can't see that she's like, oh, you too are. But her thirst comes out different where she's like, oh, fuck, I'm so thirsty that like if it's not perfect, unopened Fiji water, uh, then I won't drink it. Um, because if it's Dasani, but then I can't tell him that that's just a failure. It's just a really <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible uh, position to be in. Anyway, they're both thirsty. Do you want to hear that? All right, let's take a break. Um, and we'll be right back after this. Okay. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with Geico, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. America's so fucking tight. America, America, America. And we're back. Wow. Hi. Let's let's round this thing out with one last trip. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe. At least a, the, the last trip for yeah, a minute. Yeah, the last thing. I mean, yeah. for this couple, because for Paige and Chris, I think this is the sort of end for them, at least of what we're seeing, right? Uh, is, is there not going to be like, is he not going to come to the decision day? They've already made the decision. Yeah, I know. But this bitch loves airtime. You think he's not coming? Um, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if he would go. I really don't know. He might. He might not. Uh, either way. First of all, when. Paige had to sit down with Dr. Pepper. I was like, this is the most disingenuous. She's like, I'm so sorry. We set you up, Paige. I'm, I don't know. You knew you were fucking her. You were like, he is such a narcissist. And I'll say it. I don't care. I'll say it. Oh, so you, uh-huh. But you didn't, you couldn't tell from all this other nothing. You're saying you, okay, that's fine. I mean, I that's possible. I do love, though, that she said he was in extraordinary narcissist Mm -hmm. because that shit is merch extraordinary narcissist uh by uh collaboration with Givenchy yeah who would that be I'm gonna write that down okay there it is all right extraordinary narcissist um with by Calvin Klein no it'd have to be someone else anyway we'll think about that we'll workshop that one 
the bottom line is she it just felt really fucked up because at the end of the day like this was such an awful fucking time and it really felt like they just fucked her around and was just like for fun just to make something fucking stupid and she was like well so uh you know she's like why did she, she's like i goes down these weird list of questions where just to bring all this old shit up it's like why would he make you meet the mother of his child great fucking question i don't know why are you, can can she go she wants to you know the one time she was packing like on the bed of the thing i was like yeah pack on that bed fuck them pack all on that bed page she's leaving that shit fuck it <sighs> what about your boy though how do you feel about him yeah yeah you who's my boy um you know like um chris i'm sorry why would that be my boy um like for like the entire planet um like around earth like you like this was like the best you could do like that's kind of messed up okay okay i'm sorry okay so i this got me okay i'm so mad i'm so fucking mad First off, Chris was 45 minutes late to meet Pastor Cal. Mm -hmm. That's disrespectful. Oh, 100%. You don't do that. 100%. You also dress up every time you wear a fucking t-shirt this time. Mm -hmm. That was definitely a message he was trying to send. Oh, I'm too too good for this. Okay. Uh, Fuck you. Fuck yourself. Then, how dare you say that the problem in your marriage was that i quote wasn't attracted to the face mm. and i'm not that picky uh uh there are black queens um you know what i'm white saying queens. there are white queens there are hispanic queens there's queens and like you know and you had to choose one that's all you had to do eh. all you, that's all you had to do he said eh about a woman that he fucked every day multiple times that they were fucking together. How? Why? Why are you such a trifling ass motherfucker? Why? He's out because he's ex he's Ugh. an extraordinary piece of shit. And he, the way he's just so like, he's like he oh, said, yeah, you like, guys like, are responsible. Yeah. It shouldn't be that hard. I handled uh. it to the best of my ability. What does that even mean, Pastor Cal says? He goes, it's what I'm saying. I handled it as best as I could. I've been straight up. And then Pastor Cal goes, okay, do you want to apologize to her? Nah. No, I don't think I. No. And then I wrote in all caps, Pastor Cal didn't handle his business. You were there to do one thing. To educate this piece of shit on why he's a piece of shit so he could not walk away from here without somebody telling him that he is so toxic. Instead of him going back to his life where everyone's like, I don't know, Chris, you probably know best. Right. So, Pastor Cal, you did not handle your business. That was fucked up. My last thing is, Paige, I love that red jumpsuit. Where did you get it? Mm -hmm. I rest my case, my honor. You know what? And I I really have nothing further to add, my honor. Uh, as that case was brought forward, he's a piece of shit. 
and that's all I can say. Aside from that, he's just got it's it's really fucking. He's such a he. He's like the most um hyper real realist. I don't know whatever. He's just a very over the top version of like dating with your ego, where he is only like looking at partners through like the lens of how it's going to make him look to other people. It's really not about what he is attracted to. He's more attracted to like what it would mean to be with a certain person or look like to other people to be with someone. And so it's just a fucking, it's one of those toxic ass loops that even like people who are, you know, you know, single later in life. I know some people who are still kind of caught in that like pattern from your twenties. You're just like, no, nah, dude, like, Oh, like, you're like, what happened to that person? That was a healthy relationship. It's like, oh, I don't know, dude. Like, just, I don't know. Like, a, a, just like things got stale, dude. Things got stale. I'm like, you're not going to grow, my friend. But okay. Bon voyage. Anyway, pour one out for the fuck boys this evening. Or don't. Um, but yeah, I hope uh, Paige can take care. Uh, he's a piece of garbage. There was no reason that Pastor Cal shouldn't have hit him in the face. He deserved to get disciplined. He deserved to get put in his place. He deserved to everybody to have everybody in his life that's ever cared about him walk away from him. Mm-hmm. But obviously, that is not what happened. Mm-hmm. So I feel we've been failed. You know, mm-hmm. and the only thing I'm hoping for is um, that maybe in the tell all, someone, someone tells him what a fucking piece of garbage he right. is. So that maybe at one time in his life, someone stands up to him. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it happens that often. Because he's out there buying people fucking cars so that even if they hate him, they're like, all right, I guess thanks to the Mercedes. I guess that's five more BJs, the least that I owe you. Oh, boy. Fuck him. All right. Well, that's the end of uh, this episode, unfortunately. But we'll be back Tuesday on the live stream. And, you know, the episode will be available as a podcast later on. Um, But until then, 420 Day Fiance at 420 Day Fiance. Basically, like, everywhere. Um, you can find our emails for 20 day fiance at gmail.com. Yes. FYI, if you got tips, etc. at the Sophia S O F I Y A Twitter, Instagram. Okay. Uh, at miles gray, miles of gray, Twitter and Instagram. That's this other guy who's a party promoter who went to college really? with someone I went to high school with. It's really, really tragic. It's really, you hate to see it. I'm folks. a dox them. Uh, no, he's like he's like a doctor or some shit now. It's like it's too late. He's been docked. No, no, no. I would never. I know, I know. But I remember. Hey, we know about you. We know when you're on the dark. When you used to be on the dark side, Darth Vader. Anyway, uh, thank you so much. We'll take uh, a break until the next time, uh, and we'll see you next time. That didn't make sense, but we love you. Bye. Meow. Twenty day fiance. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor.
Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sometimes you need a good cry, and we know just the podcast for that. Crying in Public, a weekly podcast hosted by four 20-something college women living in New York City. Follow along while they discuss growing up in a time where there's no distinction between what's public and what's private. When you're hooking up with a guy, what are your takes on keeping your socks on? (laughs) It's funny. It's enlightening. It's the Crying in Public podcast. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.